Hello and welcome to the porch. This is Painted Hearts Podcast with Jesse Leatherby. And today I have the lovely Desiree Pillar sitting with me on the porch. We are drinking tea. Do you want to say hi, Desiree? Hello. So we decided we decided to start this podcast because we want to pursue the truth. And there's a lot of things and a lot of beautiful people. Desiree is one of them that just have some amazing wisdom to share. And so we're just going to contemplate life. We're going to try to figure out how to get closer to Jesus Christ. And we're just we're just going to get passionate about life because it's just time to get passionate about things. People are passionate about things that are not good things to be passionate about. And so we want to be passionate about good things and pursue the truth. Does that sound good, everyone? Okay, great. Desiree, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. We're currently sitting on this beautiful porch drinking tea. So nice, nice morning and enjoying the day. Yeah. Can you hear the birds chirping? I hope they can because it's very beautiful. Yeah, it is very beautiful. (laughs) Okay, the topic that we picked for the first ever Painted Hearts podcast is identity. That's right. Yeah, this is a pretty big one for you, I feel like. Yeah. I think you've pondered this for the past 23 years of your life. Is that true? Yes. I mean, I am 23. I mean, maybe not the first, like, two years in the womb. What? As like a child. <laughs> she spent two years in the womb. Interesting. As a child. Tell us more. That's why but... I invited her here, guys, because she spent two years in the womb. She's so <laughs> mature. She just knows so no, much about as identity. As a child, I probably did not think about this too much. But I'm. But also, say that first, like, I think it's five months, no, five years of a child's life is like when they think the most and develop yeah, the most. So maybe I did. Maybe They do say that. <laughs> what's like, okay, what's the first time you ever remember, like, identity being being a question to you or like ever even came to your mind like it mattered at all um I mean I can't really fully remember I would say probably like my first thought was like in college um like my freshman year of college or but also probably before that but like but when I probably yeah probably like college was like when I first like actually sat down and was like okay what even is identity and what does it mean <laughs> okay and what did what did you conclude um so my yeah so my freshman year my my spring semester I actually joined a household um I went to Franciscan University and so I joined oh, a household love them <laughs> <laughs> and I joined a household called Carrie Domini um and which means beloved of the master mm. and so um one of our like pillars in household is identity and so um when I joined household we had to go through formation to become a part of household and the first week was on identity and so I had to to basically focus a whole week honestly I think it was two weeks about just my identity and who I am and what does it mean to be beloved of the master okay what did you what did you learn Um, what was the was the climax of the week (laughs) yeah so I remember like we had like a lips paper and it just kind of like read like just a bunch of things about identity has some like quotes from St. Therese that were beautiful and I don't really fully remember what each thing was um but I remember just like it's talking about um, wildflowers, and as Jessica knows, <laughs> wildflowers are super significant to me. Um, but the thing about the wildflower is that it kind of just grows, and it doesn't worry about things that are going on around it, and it just grows, and it's beautiful, and it just knows what it is. Um, I know it doesn't have like a brain or anything, but <laughs> no, you don't say. Interesting. <laughs> but it just knows what it is. It knows. Um, it knows what its purpose is, and its purpose is to just be there and to like show things, like it did reflect God's beauty. Um, and so, 
that like the idea of a wildflower has just like really like touched me and has I've grown a lot from that like the image of like being a wildflower I don't know if that makes any sense interesting yeah but well what so what do you think what's like our purpose if that's if that's what like makes life easy and simple is like you get to be this wildflower and you get to just like grow and be beautiful like like how do we do that how do we like live in the simplicity of our identity and just like because I, I really do think you do that very well on the daily thank you but <laughs> but I just which those of you who don't know her she does do that very well I, I can testify to it but like I don't know I just I am curious how is it just because you've contemplated that like you've contemplated a wildflower or is it like you see your purpose or like what yeah what beats your heart you know like what um (laughs) oh we're getting intimate over here on the porch (laughs) ladies and gentlemen um I think that a part of um because we are talking about identity a part of at least for me to like contemplate my identity is when I think about like a wildflower I just um I just like imagine just like a wildflower like like next to the father and just being like the father is there like shining his light like on me and all I have to do is like soak up his rays and when I like am able to soak up his rays and like he's able to show me who he is then I know I know who I am and so like just how like like a flower right when you like it's a flower sitting there and once a flower like is when the sun comes out the flower flower is like able to like show itself and like be beautiful and like become alive and so it's like the same thing is that like when we see the father and we know who the father is and the father is there shining on us we're able to like fully like flourish and become alive and become who we're made to be yeah and we're we're called and then that and then people see us and they see that like oh my gosh that person is beautiful differently than like that person like I just this is different because you can tell this person is reflecting the father by like their petals (laughs) if you're in the the wildflower okay okay I love it but how like what about when the storms come what about like when life gets hard and because I hear that I hear that said which not in not in those terms exactly but like okay like like we can reflect God and there's like peace in that but like how do we actually do it (laughs) like how do you like I don't know like what's what's the secret of living your in your identity when this life is just like super wounding and you go around and like you're hurt by this and you're hurt by that and like you're freaking out because you're just this wounded individual and then you keep saying stupid stuff and like like and then or or even people who like find myself included like find their identity in other people or other things or like Mm -hmm. like how does that make any sense? Like, yeah. like how do we yeah. how do we step I towards think, it? What's what's the practice? I mean, I'm not an expert because I'm still learning. <laughs> okay, we're pursuing but, the truth together. That's what we're doing. Um, I think it's all about surrender. I think mm. it's when I think the secret to our faith is surrender, and we forget about it a lot. Um, because when we surrender and just give everything to God, and just like let Him take care of it, everything else falls into place, mm. and like. Like when, I, like, when everything else in my life... I know, like, personally, when everything else in my life is just confusing and I don't know what's going on when I'm worrying about things or anything, I, bef- when I go before the Lord and I'm just like, okay, you can take it, then it's like life becomes so much more simple. <laughs> yeah. And, like, just, like, we see life as a flower of his life. Like, it's just me and the Father. Hmm. I and love that. Obviously, there's, like, you need, like, people around you and, like, community and things like that. And... Even if, like, you look at a field of flowers, like, one flower by itself is beautiful, but when you see a field of flowers, it's, like, more beautiful. 
but they're like but the individual flower like when the when all individual flowers like surrender to like nature and surrender to like the sun and like in the like flower metaphor then they're able to just like be and just like expect what life brings and when the storm comes they like were created for storm when the uh, when it's sunny they're created for the sun when the winter comes they're created to like stop and build up on underneath again and then when the spr- summer comes like, when the spring comes again they like bud and become beautiful again you sound like you're speaking from experience <laughs> is, there, is there like is there like a story that you had to surrender something that you want to share um, I don't, or it just it sounds like you're like you you know what you're talking about you're talking like metaphors we all know some everybody <laughs> out there knows that you have to be talking about some specific story like when did you like when was that a time that you had to learn to surrender and like found your identity in it yeah um I would say... Sorry, putting on the spot. No, yeah, I feel really put on the spot Sorry. right now. <laughs> I didn't know if this was going to happen when I came over today. <laughs> Welcome to the porch, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's been a few times in my life. Um, but I would say more recently, um, I, I've just been in a place of just, like... I mean, I graduated college in 2020, and so it's... Oh, 2020! <laughs> PTSD so for all of us listening. It's been, like... And so graduating in that time, it was just, like, a time of, like, there's not really jobs available, there's not really things, I don't really know what I'm going to do when you graduate college. <laughs> so I've been graduated for, like, about a, about a year now, I think, right? We've been graduated for two. Year, two years I mean, almost. Yeah. Oh my Desiree gosh. and I, throwback for everybody, we didn't actually walk at our college graduation. Because we... <laughs> because... <laughs> Because we had COVID, yeah. and so we watched it from yeah. a distance, from a field, very yeah. far away. <laughs> but it's okay. But we it's okay. It. Um, but yeah, so after after college, I just, like, had this time of, like, okay, I literally don't know what I'm supposed to do right now. I don't know where life is going to bring me, and I was just confused, and I was, like, stressed out. I was, like, I don't know what to do, but I was, like, okay, God, like, handle it, and little by little I just had to find myself like surrendering over and over again I would just be like because I was home I was got sent back to New Jersey where I'm from originally and I got sent to New Jersey with not really any friends around me and just kind of like stuck with my family which I loved <laughs> wrong, but like yeah. everyone knows that you're too much with your family is too much to your family um and I, I mean I love them to death and it was just like a good time for bonding and growing but um I just had to, like, be there and just completely surrender to God and, like, know that he knows what he's doing. Um, and then fast forward a few months, I ended up moving um, back to Steubenville, where I went to school, where I am now. Um, so where the porch is. <laughs> where the porch is. And all of a sudden, I just, like, I didn't have a job. I had a few roommates that I lived with that I had to kind of make, I had to make money somehow to pay my rent. Um, and I didn't really have a job at the points, but I just started applying to random things. I got a few um, interviews and some job offers, but I just, like, didn't seem right. But I just had to be like, okay, God, like, I'm going to surrender to you. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and then there was this one job that I really wanted, and Jessica was there, so she knew. <laughs> there was this one job that I really wanted, but, like, they weren't getting back to me at all. And so I was like, okay. But for some reason, I just, like, felt like that was supposed to be the one for the moment. Um, and basically, I get a call. I'm actually, I come out, I'm walking out of adoration, um, and I'm, like, at this place of just, like, okay, God, I'm surrendering, and I'm just, like, giving myself to him over and over again, because I just was really confused, um, walking out of adoration, and I get a call 
from my now supervisor, Margaret, (laughs) and she basically was like, we want to interview you, and so I went through the interview process, um, and basically turns out I got the job, which is crazy, and I work in the conference office now at Franciscan. Um, It's a good thing you surrendered, huh? (laughs) Yeah, and so, but it was just like, I... I'm still to this day learning about, like, surrender, but I think the biggest life lesson in that um, was to just, to not let um, my identity be lost in all of that. When life got difficult? Yeah, Mm -hmm. when life got difficult and when I didn't, like, I didn't have anything to be, like, to be called mine. Mm -hmm. And because I, a lot of times we try to, at least I do, and I think other people could relate. Probably. (laughs) um, Is we try to um make the things that we do our identity and so for instance when I was a little gymnastics right I would be like I'm a gymnast or when in school like in first second third grade be like I'm a fourth grader um and so when you graduate college the things that you find your identity your whole life like I'm in this grade I'm I'm a senior in college or things like that that becomes kind of our identity um and so once I graduated I like literally had nothing to be called my quote quote identity it was just I am a graduated college student who doesn't have a job (laughs) which is not a fun thing to be out your identity so when everything was taken away from you that's when you found your identity yes you had to figure out who you were yes when everything was taken away I had nothing else like of the world called my identity until like I fully was like okay god I give it to you you are my identity you are who he is that's quite the statement yeah he is your identity yes because one I one thing I firmly believed the last few years of my life is that once we know who god is we know who we are because you see yourself in, in yes light because we reflect the father mm-hmm. yeah that's one thing that I like very made in the image and likeness of god that statement that is so it's so overused but i honestly i don't know it's i need to give more time to thinking about the fact that i am literally made in the image and likeness of god and i want to start thinking about other like i want to be able to walk around and like i like fall in love with people a lot i just like yeah people are so, like, <laughs> true not like romantically if you guys know jessica she like loves people very very well because god has given the gift to fall in love with people thank you thank you i just i i fall in love not romantically with all these people i mean that happens sometimes too but we can't we can't say that sometimes, <laughs> sometimes time depending on how, what yeah what level of my emotions and how my hormones are working sometimes i literally fall in love with a lot of people nonetheless <laughs> that's not the point i just i want i want and this is it's honestly part of what inspired this podcast is i want to be able to just like talk with people and see that you can like talk to a person and have God talk back to you because this person is made in the image and likeness of God. Mm. You know what I mean? And like, (laughs) and that's where it's, it's so beautiful because I can sit here with you, Desiree, like my truly my best friend who I like, I I know the depths of you, right. To some extent, but it's like, I can also sit with you and be like, I am currently like, I'm sitting with the Lord because you're made in the image of God, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, I, I also think that once we start seeing each other that way, like, that's that's where friendship comes in and, like, our friends speak our identity to us. Because when I stop seeing you that way, when I, like, stop speaking to you, like, oh my gosh, like, you're made in the image of God, like, that's when I start abusing you. <laughs> I start being dramatic and all these things, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I don't know, that's just something that I really want to work on, is, like, uplifting my friends, but I also, I can't do that until I see myself that way, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Yeah, no, it's it's true, and I think that's just like the importance of like community and 
like before we were on the podcast we just were talking about she, at least she was talking about just like I, how identity is so rooted in um the people you surround yourself with yeah and like how we need community to like remind us of our identity yeah I had a friend I was talking to a friend yesterday and he he, he was speaking about identity and, and he was just like yeah like you you can't see yourself clearly and he gave me it was, it was very funny he's like a teacher type of guy and he gave me like three things he was like there's three things we need in order to like in order to have our identity really be balanced in the lord he said you need one a good spiritual director which i don't have and i need to, i need to work on getting that desiree has a great one but <laughs> you like one you need a good spiritual director who can be honest with you and like see you better than you see yourself two you need a good community of friends that can look at you and be like dude you're messing up and you won't like be super offended you'll just be like i'm i'm so grateful or the that you're opposite telling me. of being like you're doing a great yeah, job true. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, true. yeah that's true that is true thank you Desiree always keeps me balanced. Sometimes I'm a little, I'm a little too harsh. So <laughs> but um, yeah, like a, a a good group of friends that will see, like see see that you're doing great when you can't tell yourself. You mm-hmm. know, see your talents and and call you on when it's hard. And then three, we have to pray because we have to be able to like actually sit with the Lord that in, our, is the in our identity. That's the key of everything. That's the secret. That's the secret. If you ever are struggling in any different way. Okay, so here's here's a story. I was in, I was at this um, karaoke two Fridays ago. How does karaoke have anything to do with prayer? Here we go, here we go. There we go. And one of my friends, I was with my friend and my boyfriend, and we're sitting in the karaoke, um, we're at the karaoke bar, and we're sitting there listening to these amazing, like, older women sing, and it was incredible. How old were they? Um, I don't know, but it was, like, it was definitely one of my favorite things to watch, like, ever. It was just... Ever? Ever? It was so fun, um, because honestly, they were really good. I was, like, very impressed, but besides <laughs> the point. So we're sitting there, and my one friend, um, she's a teacher, and she was having a really bad day, um, and she was just, like, kind of getting down on herself, and we were just, like, trying to have a good time, because we were just, like because I got to see her. We don't get to see each other very often, and we're just hanging out. Um, so we're sitting there, and she's just kind of being, like, sad. And So my boyfriend turns to her, and he goes, when's the last time you prayed? Quality question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. And I, I actually didn't hear about this conversation until the next day. I was talking to my friend about it. Um, and it was just, I don't know, it really struck me that he said that, because I was like, honestly, like, that's so true. Like, when I'm not doing well, when, I, like, things are just getting me down, and I just, like, I'm in a headspace, a headplace of, like, oh, my gosh, life's terrible. And, like, right. I don't know. I forget who I am because I'm not praying, because I'm not right. going before the Lord and letting him speak, like, his identity his identity mm-hmm. over me. And I think that's, like, the key to it. Like, that's when life gets tough. Yeah, like, when, literally, like, it's so funny because I always am, like, complaining about, oh, my gosh, life's so difficult right now. But then <laughs> yeah. I'm, and then, like, someone's like, okay, when's the last time you prayed? And I'm like... Uh, (laughs) you know, and I think when I am consistently praying and going before the Lord and I try my hardest because it's like life is just hard sometimes to get to prayer. But like, I think that's the, should be like a number one priority is if if we aren't like going to prayer, like if I'm not going to prayer, like every day, I forget who I am. I forget who I am and I let the world start to define me. in so like in my job sometimes you let your friends define you exactly because it is a beautiful thing right like your friends can speak your identity Mm -hmm. to you and like and help you and that's what they're for but also sometimes we do that so much and then we don't pray and our friends thoughts of us become our identity yeah even if they're good friends exactly because we're all human and we mess up yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's where it's a balance yes exactly i think it's priority yes prayer is yeah and so i would say 
if I kind of add it, yeah, I agree with it, what he was saying, your friend, because I think that I would put prayer first in that list. He, I, he did. He yeah. said it last, <laughs> I'm sure but he, he did. did. He did kind of put it first. So. <laughs> um, because I think that beyond everything, and even, like, in the Bible, we, we think about, like, like, Jesus himself. Like, he constantly just went to go pray. Like, he literally was in the desert for, like, extended period of time, and he would, like, leave everybody. And he would just go pray for the Father and ask what the Father wants. And I think that's so such a significant thing because, yeah, like... that is true. We literally always... Um, we just forget that all the time, that we have to yeah. just, like... Let's just go sit before the Father yeah. and pray because <laughs> we need to do that. Like, Jesus himself did it, and he was sinless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, so is that our, our takeaway from the porch? For this, this week's episode. Yeah, I would say... How like, to find our identity, how to, like, sit in it, how to stop letting, like, the rain and all the crashing emotions <laughs> and everything that's, like, crazy in our lives define us. Like, like how do we start? Like, for people that, like, they're like, what, identity, like, what are you, like, what, what are you guys talking about? Like, that, like, how, like, we start by what? Like, this week, if we want to grow in it, like, if we want to, like, stop letting those things define us, if we want to let the Lord's, like actual us being made in his image and likeness be the root and like the core of our lives mm-hmm. we need to pray yeah i think my three things that i would say we need three to Ooh, actually spicy. Maybe, maybe just one and pray, like maybe not three we'll see we'll see what happens i think the one thing yes prayer 100 percent. i think prayer is really important i think the second thing that i think goes hand in hand in prayer but something we could just live our life just like continue to think about throughout our day um is the th- is the phrase choose to be beloved Hmm. um because that's who we are we are beloved we are beloved we are like loved by the father and that is like who we are as a child child of god we are beloved Hmm. um and i think that that phrase means a lot to me that's why i personally that's why i've used that phrase it can be said in different ways but i think that choose to be beloved choose to be beloved because when when we first go before the lord we have to now live out our identity that we have told us and I think a lot of that is choosing to be what God has called us to be because someone could say something to you and be like oh my gosh you're really pretty but until you start to believe and accept that you're really pretty you're not gonna actually know that you're really pretty and really like live that out Okay, this is actually a very, very intriguing topic to me. I was going to close out the porch, but now I'm intrigued. Because here's the thing. That line, choose to be beloved. I think, I, I can attest to the fact that you do, you do live by that. But I really struggle with that line. Because, like, a lot of people would say, like, being loved, like, like what part does choosing have to be in, in being loved, right? Like, I feel like a lot of people would be like, I don't feel loved by God, right? Like, and, and so by, by you saying, like, and speaking for myself like speaking for others you know what I mean just like by you being like oh like you have to choose to be beloved I feel like some people would respond to that and be like well then like how is that love like mm-hmm. like like what's up does that make any sense mm-hmm. like how would you respond to those people um I would say I guess like and I'm not an expert but I'm just we're not, we're not experts what, on the porch we, just, <laughs> we pretend just, to be just speaking for what I know and what I've seen in my life um is we have the truths of the church. We have the truths of what God has promised us. Um, and one thing that he's promised us is that he loves us. Um, and sometimes we feel it, sometimes we don't. But I think remembering 
Because God's not a liar. He doesn't lie about anything. He doesn't tell us things because he's manipulative or he's lying to us or anything like that. And so, in yes moments that I feel very loved are like, yes, oh my gosh, God's loving me right now. And I don't, I don't have to choose it because I just know, <laughs> right? But there's going to be moments, and there has it in my life at least, and I'm sure everyone else's life, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe you're really happy and dandy, and God's always <laughs> I mean, loving don't you. Think and that's honestly, true. Well, he I hope always, so. Yeah. I mean, like, you feel this love all the time, and that's great. Um, but in those moments that I just, like, don't feel God there, or I don't, I'm just confused, like, oh my gosh, what even is my identity? Um, I have to remember that, like, what he has called me. And, like, for me, he has called me beloved. And he has called me his child. He has called me his daughter. Um, and when I'm confused and life is, and I feel very, and I'm like, okay, God, where are you? And, like, I have to remember and I have to choose. Like, wait, I have to remember, like, he has promised me that he is here. He has promised me that I am beloved. Hmm. That's beautiful. And that's, like, and that's a promise he's given me. Right. See, for me, that's, I think it's interesting. The way that I would phrase it to mean more to me would be not choose to be beloved, but for me it would be, choose to see that you are beloved because I think what happens for me is I will the days that I like choose to believe that God loves me and he's showing me that in every moment I see it everywhere mm-hmm. like my friend will give me a hug and I'll be like oh my gosh God loves me right <laughs> yeah, or, like, no, exactly. or I'm like eating breakfast and I'm like this is so good God loves me or like I I don't run over like a rat in the middle of the road and I'm like oh God loves me <laughs> like, it's like stupid stuff no I totally but I'm, like, get it oh like I, I see everything with the lens of a God who loves me. Mm-hmm. But on the days that I wake up and I forget that and I choose not to see it, I'm totally blind to it. Yes. And, and everything becomes, it's, and honestly, that's the, it's seeing the world with the eyes of faith. Like yes. you either believe in God and you start to see him everywhere or you don't believe in him and you never see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think the th- same thing is true for identity. Like we wake up in the morning and we choose to believe because God revealed it in scripture that like there's a God who loves us and he's trying to communicate that love to us every day. Yes. And then it's like there's stability. But in the moments when we stop seeing it, life turns into chaos and (laughs) drama because we're women and 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 for the men out there probably too. (laughs) And it's also just like you know when because the the world was made for humans. The world was made to show (laughs) us the love of God. And so when we accept and we choose to be like, okay, this is actually God loving me every day. The fact that the sun is shining today, God knew that it'd make me happy and he's loving me through that. Right. And And if we don't doubt it, like... Yes. And then we actually see the ways that he is constantly loving us and he's trying to show us, like, he's trying to let us feel his love because he knows that we're human. We, like, a part of us is feeling. And so, like, he's showing us through the little things that he's like look, I'm here, I'm loving you through this little thing, and then we start believing that, and then we can see it. Right. But we gotta, like, actually hear his voice. Like, we gotta let, we have to let him speak. Yes. Kind of thing. It reminds me of, um, I I love telling this story. You were part of it, actually. We were walking, we were walking to Christ the King's Chapel at Franciscan University, our senior year, and Desiree was, like, talking about some profound thing, like she always says, and she was like, (laughs) she was like, this was like a side comment like she wasn't even what she was saying but she was like you know how like the voice of god sounds like your own voice in your head have we told i've told you this story right maybe yeah you were like you were like you know how the voice of god sounds like your own voice in your head and i was like no like i was so <laughs> i was like i'm pretty sure that's like heretical i think you're like putting the voice of god in. and i was like super salty but we were about to walk into mass and i was like well we need to talk about this later like that's not okay yada yada it's so silly of me 
But then um, we go and we sit down in mass and I was, I was honestly pondering, I was pondering being like, being beloved in these same kind of topics. And I like, I knelt down and all of a sudden I got this image and it was like God the Father, God the Father was standing in front of me and he had this duct tape over his mouth. And then there were all of these people around me and they were like, like wearing black and they were like screaming lies at me. It was a very difficult time in my life. I was just dealing with like a lot of lies, honestly, against my identity. I think that's what it was. But they were, I was just like in this image, quote unquote image, I was, I was sitting in mass and like these people were just like screaming these lies at me. And I looked up at God the Father and I was just crying. And I saw this duct tape over his mouth. And all of a sudden, because of that thing you said when we were walking, I think that's part of how the Lord moved. I was like, oh my gosh, I get it. Because I have been like refusing to let, quote unquote, myself speak nice things to myself, right? Like I, I, I would never say like, oh, you're, you're beautiful, Jesse, or like you're doing a good job or, or yada yada. Like I always thought that like by saying the harsh things to myself, it would make me be better and more perfect. And so in this image, it was this realization, like, I put duct tape over God's mouth because I didn't let him speak those things to me. Even through you. Or, or yeah, through me. Yeah, either one, either one, right? But I, it, does that even make sense? Like, it was just like this, this realization. And as soon as I realized that, I was like, well, one, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I silenced the voice of God because I thought that it would, like, make me better when, like, he's kind and he's loving and he, like... And so I like stepped forward to this image. I like ripped this duct tape off of his, his mouth and it was just like this babbling. It was beautiful. It was just like this beautiful experience. Yada, yada. We talk about it another time. But it was just like, and then all those people in black like faded away. But it was just like this realistic image for me of what it means to like, oh, like now I can wake up every day and I can see that I am beloved. But I have to choose to like step forward and take that duct tape off of God's mouth and let him speak those like kind, mm -hmm. soft things to me. Amen. crazy <laughs> identity man identity it's so simple but so complex yeah i think we could contemplate it for forever yeah we definitely could but i don't want to make well it so we don't want to make all of these people coming to the porch wait here for super long also i hope you grabbed your tea while you were listening to the porch yeah because we were drinking tea we've been drinking tea which has like a new teapot my new teapot sitting on my porch in steubenville ohio you guys could come and visit us and actually come to the porch if you're interested we um this was the first the first episode we did so hopefully you guys enjoyed it at least we enjoyed it if nothing yes, else we, we enjoyed if, the time <laughs> even if nobody listens to this we liked pondering the i truth got breakfast and, and tea out of this yeah this so. is true that's where, that's where i got pork roll if, if you're from new jersey pork roll is this amazing breakfast sausage it's awesome <laughs> but we we pondered the truth and now i think we honestly we pursued the truth and now we can go live this week and we can think about our identity more and we can try to not let things get us down and and hopefully you guys learned something too as we contemplate <laughs> together you know and if not we learned something and if not, we did. <laughs> well we we hope to see you back next week this is the porch we're gonna end we're gonna end in a prayer really quick in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen come holy spirit teach us how to pray holy spirit we just surrender this week to you we surrender our identities to you we ask that you come and and speak our identity to us this week. We ask Jesus that you take your sacred wounds and you place them over our eyes so that we can just see the world a new way. We can see that there is a God who says that he loves us and we can believe him. And we can see everything we experience this week through, through those eyes that God is loving us. We can see all of the sufferings and the difficulties, all of the joys, all through our identity. 
help us to see our friends as images and likenesses of you and and to see ourselves as made in the image and likeness of you god we love you we surrender this week to you all through the immaculate heart of mary amen amen in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen, amen. we will see you next week at the porch ladies and gentlemen this was a painted hearts podcast